before we start uh, this sermon, Kai, I'm very happy that uh, we are still able, actually, grateful gigo kay Lord na nagpabilin gihapon ta na nangalagad sa iya ha. Uh, even if good or bad ang situation, we know that God never changes. And so, our praise and our worship uh, should never stop diha kay Lord as well. So, uh, quick recap lang on last week's uh, sermon. We've learned uh, three things no, on how to maneuver in this new normal na atong uh, ginaagian karon. So, first thing is we learned that God is in control. So, we know that uh, whatever this, that situation is, God is at the center of the situation and that He is in control of everything, of everyone. So, Muni uh, confidence that we can truly trust and put our faith in God because He is in control. So, second is identity matters. So, we've learned that our identity is very important, especially at this time. And where we put our identity is also very important. When we put it on things, on uh, people, on kanang talents or gifts or anything other than God, uh, when these things are taken away or stripped away from us, then we are left uh, confused, hurt, or damaged, or we become hopeless or helpless. But God is good because when we know that our identity you know, are built on God and in Him alone, okay, we know that we can uh, take on anything that is coming our way because we know that God never changes and God is forever. So, we should not put our identity on uh, temporary things but on our permanent God. And third is we've learned that we are challenged, especially at this time, to keep our praises going. No, na, at this time, na medyo bad ang situation kay, uh, we are tempted by the enemy to curse God, to speak ill about God, or to uh, denounce our relationship of God or to denounce who God is in our lives. And this is what the enemy wants us to do. But we've learned na instead of using our tongue, instead of using our mouth to uh, go against God, let's use it instead to defeat the enemy by praising and worshiping the Lord more. So the uh, even if uh, we are uh, feeling down or feeling kanang burdened with this situation, uh, use your tongue to declare, to prophesy uh, God's goodness, and to speak life over your life. Uh, speak life over your life, and see how uh, your atmosphere change and shift, not only for yourself but also for your household and in the places where you are in. So God is still very good even in the situation that we are in. So before we start in another napod na uh, lesson or chapter story na atong makatunan karon about kay Lord, let's first pray and ask the Lord for wisdom, for guidance as we soak in His uh, message this morning. So let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, salamat kaayo for waking us up this morning, this brand new Sunday, Lord. And, um, Thank you, Father, for your goodness, for your grace, for your mercy, for your love. It is always new every morning. That is always um, 
present to Jesus Christ sa matag sitwasyon ni Jesus Christ, whether we are in a good situation or whether we are in a bad situation. Father, we praise you and we worship you for who you are, for being a faithful God, for being a loving Father for each and every one of us. Lord, as we have this moment, Lord God, that we uh, will be talking na po, Lord, about your word, that we will be learning na po, Lord, about you. Father, I pray that you will increase our capacity to understand. I pray, Lord, that you will soften our hearts, Lord God, and open our minds, Lord God, to just soak in, Lord Jesus Christ, Uh, learnings today, Lord God. And Lord, at, the, at your appointed time, Lord Jesus Christ, we will squeeze out these things, Lord God, to other people and share uh, who you are, Lord God, to them, that their lives may be changed as well, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you. Be with us, Lord God. I pray for the internet connection of everyone, Lord God, that it will be good so that we will have no uh, interruptions to Jesus Christ as we uh, listen to Jesus Christ, as we watch, Lord God, these videos to Jesus Christ and even our podcasts to Jesus Christ. Salamat kayo, Lord, for today and let your name be praised forever and ever. Be with me, Father, as I will be sharing your word to your people. Use me mightily, Lord. May your words, Lord God, be the words that come out from my mouth, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So, for uh, this morning, for today, okay, we will be learning on uh, how to live each day in true dependence diha kay God. Diba? First, we have the, the new normal. Na kanang, yes, we know that we are living in a kanang new Uh, situation or new kanang place, probably no new setup. Uh, gone are the our routines before, and now we welcome the kanang new normal in our lives. Uh, we've learned last week about how God is in control, and even if we are in a difficult situation, God is always present. And kanan for today, we will be learning about how to truly depend on God. So the situation that we are in right now forced us or opened our eyes to the reality and to the truth that we really need God. Amen? Amen. So, and it may come as a challenge for Christians in a way that it, it brought us to a place where everything seems so real. We know that Christians always say na we believe in God, Uh, that uh, we love God, we need God, God is our this, God is our that, you know, our refuge, our strength, mayana. But right in this moment, kay all of, we are faced uh, in, in the truth na kanang, we got to live out the things that we've just said before. You know, and to put them into action, to put them into practice. We are challenged, no, na, to have, the, to, to have those words that only words but really put them into actions and really live them out. Diba? So, kanang gone are the days, no? Na kanang mana ratag. Kanang God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. But here in this moment, we really got to live uh, those words out na, Amen! God is good and uh, all the time and all the time, God is good even in this pandemic that we are facing today. So, we all know that falling in love with the Lord is easy. But staying in love, staying consistently in love with the Lord, that's where the difficulty lies. We all uh, have problems with consistency. Diba? Lisod kaayo to do things in a prolonged amount of time. And so, uh, the title for this message is Day to Day. Day to Day. How do we keep falling in love with God and remain dependent on Him? And as much as we... Uh, long no for the coming of God, the second coming of God, 
where we will be with God in paradise that there in heaven we don't know when will that come diba we don't know when the pandemic will end but we know that every day we have a chance to live for the Lord and to live uh kanang by the provision by the sustenance of God and so what we have is this day and we will make this day count for the glory of God amen Amen. So let's open our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 1 to 6. And we will be looking at a story of one of the greatest prophets in the Bible and how he ha- has lived his life, no, in depend uh, in space dependence, true dependence uh with God. So let's open our Bibles and let's read All right, let's read. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Verse uh, 2, Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kerith Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. Verse 5, So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kerith Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. In verse 6, The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. So, just a quick backstory lang on what is happening here, you know, to give us a context on what is going on. At this time of Elijah, there was a king, newly crowned king named Ahab of Israel. And this king wasn't the best, isn't the best king there is. Actually, he is the worst uh, king that uh, the, Isra- uh, the Israelites have at this time. Uh, as proof, kay, we, re- we will have a uh, backstory lang in 1 Kings chapter 16 verses 30 to 33. So this is the definition no or kanang how or description of Ahab King Ahab. So Ahab son of Omri did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. He not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam son of Nebat but he also married Jezebel daughter of Ethbaal king of the Sidonians. And began to serve Baal and worship him. He set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal that he built in Samaria. Ahab also made an Asherah pole and did more to arouse the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, than did all the kings of Israel before him. So, if you're gonna read um, those verses, the pre- previous verses, then our main um, chapter, you know, kay, we can see that Ahab really wasn't a nice king. He is in fact an evil king and he practiced uh, paganism and idolatry uh, which is very kanang ko ano God has told really the the people to not practice and then here is Ahab practicing the very thing that God prohibits them to do and uh one nugget po that we could see here is Baal is a god is a pagan god who was a storm god actually who was suppo- supposed to bring rain on the earth and that is why we see here that god was withdrawing dew and rain uh from the people uh kanang declaring that he is the true god that he is the one who can send rain and who can withdraw rain and not this some puny god named baal 
So continuing, uh, after Elijah delivered this uh, terrible news to the king, God told him to go to Kerith Ravine. And I searched for a picture on where this uh, place might be and I found this image. I think they will be placing it here. And But what surprised me really was the meaning of the word Kerith. And I found uh, something on the internet and I'm gonna read this to you. So, here it is. The Kirith Ravine is home to a river somewhere east of the Jordan, which marked the eastern border of the land given to Israel. On a purely physical level, it functions as a place far away and hidden from King Ahab, who was seeking Elijah's life because of the drought. The name Kirith means a cutting or separation. While having to do with the physical nature of the river itself, it also points to the cutting off of Elijah the Tishbite from Ahab and the rest of Israel who at this time are going after idols. So he was set apart, he was uh, separated, he was cut off from King Ahab and the rest of Israel who were practicing uh, idolatry at this time. So we can say that there will be moments in our lives where uh, we are cut off from the world. We are isolated, not for us to waste our life away, but to rethink our ways, to have these deep thoughts and questions in our minds. What are some of these questions? Who is God really in my life? Where is my dependence really lie? Is it on myself or does my dependence uh, rely on God? Where am I putting my trust? So these are just some of the questions that we ask ourselves in this time. Uh, and this morning, I will be sharing to you three things uh, on, or three points on how to live day-to-day with God. And we start off with point number one, which is making room for God. We need to make room for God. Let's read uh, this. We read uh, uh, verse two, which says, Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kerith Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. We see here at this time, if we just can use our imagination, no? Na, the Lord instructed Elijah. And so uh, Elijah received this word from the Lord, this instruction to go to this certain place. And he will be fed by uh, ravens day and night with food and he will drink from the water from the brook. We see here that the Lord was speaking with Elijah, giving him instructions on what to do and where to go. I believe that the Lord has things to say to us as well in this time. But the question is, why are we not hearing from him? Maybe because we don't make room for God. Maybe because we do not make time for him and we do not take uh, this spending time with the Lord seriously. We are just so focused on ourselves and how to do this, how to do that, how do we make uh, ends meet, especially at this time, that we forget that the primary and most important thing to do is to listen from God. Making room for God means putting Him at the center of our life. For Let's take, for example, your heart. Your heart, let's say, has a throne. Who is sitting at the throne of your heart today? Is it you? Is it the enemy? Or is it God? And I pray that it is God that is sitting in your life, in the throne of your heart today. If God is at the center of everything and He is in control, as what we've learned on the previous um, Sunday, 
shouldn't he be in the same way be the center of your life as well? When we put him at the center, we make him our priority. Making our room for the Lord means making him our priority. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Now, some of us focus only on the other half on the ha- other half of the verse, which is, all these things will be added to you. We focus on the things that we can get from God and forget that we need to seek Him first. While others focus on the first part, which is seek... Uh, First, the kingdom of God. And we miss uh, this point because we give up right away thinking that we all got to do is seek God and do nothing else. So we focus on seeking God, seeking God, seeking God, seeking God. And uh, I will not do anything else, but I will just seek God. When in fact, God clearly says to seek first, meaning make Him the priority above and beyond other things that you are currently doing. We need to make Him more important than all the other things. Yes, we can do other stuff. We can take care of our family. We can take care of our children. We can work. We can sing praises. We can um, do all, all other things. Diba? We can uh, f- have our time with our friends. Diba? We can have uh, time to play games. Uh, as your recreational activity or exercise and do all these things. But the most important thing is we need to seek first the kingdom of God. We need to make God the top one, okay? In our lives, we need to make Him the priority. Making room for God is placing Him first on top of the list and center of our lives. He should be at the command room in our lives. And thereby saying we are not dictated. Rather, we are guided to do things that ultimately will uh, only be for our benefit. We uphold Him in reverence and give Him authority over our life. So making room for God is making room for His ways over our ways and making um, Him the center, the focus, the priority, the top one in our life. Because we know that he, we need to give Him the authority sa ato ang lives. And with this, we go to Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, which says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Therefore, we acknowledge that what we have is not ours. Our finances, our lives, our kanang parents, our siblings, our relatives, our friends, our children, these things are not ours. They all belong to God. With this, we realize we got to follow the authority in our lives, which leads us to point number two. No, first kay we acknowledge man that God is the uh, should be the top one is the authority sa atong kinabuhi. Point number two is a double S or what I call is submit and surrender. When we know who is authority over our lives, we need to submit and surrender. In verse 5 of the story that we just read, we can uh, see here that he did, Elijah did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kerith Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. 
There was not even a word that came out from the mouth of Elijah, but he just submitted and followed the Lord's instructions. He did not question the Lord on 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 what the Lord had told him. He did not suggest something over to God. Na, hmm, you know, God, I think this would be better. I should be in this place or we should do this because this is better. He did nothing of those things. He simply followed the Lord. He simply submitted. Submit uh, in the dictionary, I just looked it up, means accept or yield or give in to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Our submission to the Lord is a testament of how we value Him. How do you value God? Diba? That shows if you submit to Him or not. If we respect and revere Him for who He really is, then we need to submit to Him. We need to submit to God simply because we are the creation and God is the Creator. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him. So here's the word, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. I believe that when God created us, specifically the brain, He created that with a purpose. No, He just didn't create the brain na kanang, ah, just there, you know, pretty, pretty lang. But our brains were created to think, process, and create plans on what to do. But our plans must be submitted to the Lord. As much as how awesome our plans are, wow, plan A, plan B, plan plan how to Z, diba? These are awesome, uh, awesome plans. Maragwan kinisha proof that we really are thinking. But even how awesome we think they are, we need to submit these things to the Lord for He knows better. Here's the thing, we are not prohibited to think, but we are encouraged to submit all our thinking to the Lord. Surrender, on the other hand, means cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. Now, sometimes we resist the Lord. Why? Because we think He is the enemy. Just because His ways are different from our ways. What are our ways? Our ways are convenient, easy, comfortable. Which are the exact opposite of God's ways. Because most of the time, uh, God's ways are difficult, they are um, unconventional, and they put us into a place of uncomfortability. But these ways, uh, God's ways, are what's best for us. And although we don't understand that uh, most of the time. Uh, so we try to argue with the Lord. Now, Lord, no, I don't want your ways. I want my ways because, you know, this is where I'm comfortable. This is, this is the easy way, uh, part. But in the Bible, it says in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 to 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. It is clearly stated that we are not on the same level with God. Therefore, it is useless to fight against Him. Another truth we can get is from Proverbs chapter 16, verses 2 to 3. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. You can fight the Lord all you want. You can go against the Lord all you want. But at the end, you will just exhaust yourself and you will find yourself not fulfilling. And there's no fulfillment 
uh, in your in, on your part, and you just feel defeated. You can't get anything good from fighting against God. Try submitting and surrendering to Him, and see how good things will be. So that's point number two: submit and surrender diha kay Lord. And once you submit and you surrender diha kay Lord, the ni- the point number three that I'm gonna share to you is living in obedience. Live in obedience. Diba? First is we make room for God. We know that God is has authority over our lives, and we know put God on the top of our list, on the top, uh, uh, on the priority. And when we know that, we submit and surrender our ways and plans to Him. And when He uh, gets back to us and says something to us, we live in obedience. Let's read again these verses. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kirith Revin, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Making room for the Lord means making room for miracles in your lives. And obedience allows you to experience these miracles firsthand. We know that the God that we are serving is a God of miracles. And He is not limited to our ways of our ways of thinking or the capacity that we think. He goes beyond all of those things. And so we see miracles in the Bible, miracles upon miracles, because God is an awesome God. He's a supernatural God. And when we live our lives in obedience, we get to see firsthand, these, got to experience these miracles firsthand. When you obey the Lord, you will be a witness on how awesome God is, on how truly kind of magnificent God is. In the story, God was faithful to His words when He sent the ravens day in and day out to provide food for Elijah. Elijah, in the same manner, remained obedient. He remained faithful day in and day out uh, in staying at the place where God has uh, told him to be in. He did not go to the nearby places to look for food, but he trusted that God will supply for his day-to-day needs. What are some of the miracles we can see here because of Elijah's obedience? First, guy, this bird delivery. Diba? If we have grab, if we have kanang lalamove and all these courier services, I think this is the kanang money naguna, no? Kanang God, uh, God sending ravens to provide for uh, food for Elijah. We cannot see that daily in our lives, birds sending food to people. For these birds to be doing that, there must be some higher authority that instructed them to do so. And we know that that is God. Second miracle, ravens are known to not even feed their young. But here we can see them feeding God's prophet. This goes to show that God can use anything and anyone to move in your life. You might say na ah nobody will help me. You you will you will you never know uh, who will help you or you never know na who you will be helping, diba? But God will use you and will use uh everything you know just to move in your situation or for you to move in other people's situation. Excuse me, or other people's lives. And third is Elijah was sustained. In the story, he was sustained. Food was there. Water was there. All available until the time he was asked to move and to go to another place. So, all of these miracles were experienced by Elijah because he obeyed the Lord. 
But sometimes in our lives, instead of obeying kay Lord, we start questioning the Lord. Diba? Job, for example. In the story that we had last week, in uh, we saw a man, we, we had a man named Job, and he was in a very difficult situation, and in the midst of his situation, he started questioning the Lord because he did not understand no, what is going on sa young life, why all of these uh, bad things are happening. And in the middle of this uh, question, by the end of the chapter of Job, okay, God granted him audience. And actually, God uh, spoke to Job. And instead of giving him answers to Job's questions, okay, God answered him, God answered Job with questions. So, let's uh, look at some of the verses in chapter 8 where God spoke to Job. So, it's here. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundation, when the, laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were, it, were its footing set or who laid its cornerstone? Well, the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. Twice, God spoke to Job. First, this part, the, the questioning part. And the second time was when God boasted about His creations. So, who are we to question God? Who are we to disobey God when all God wants for us is for, uh, is for what's best for us or for our benefit? In Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Diba? The Lord's desires, the Lord's heart, the Lord's purpose is always for us, for our benefit, for our, for our future. Not to harm us in any way, but for us to be better. Disobedience stems from the thinking that we know better than God or we want to be like God. That's why we disobey Him. But history proves time and time again that a lot of people have tried to become God, have tried to be like God only to be destroyed by the real God. And that is the God that we are serving today. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God uh, that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what makes us any different? Diba? Living our lives in obedience is way better than living our lives on the opposite side. Stop questioning God and start obeying Him. The, the people before, same, same people that we are now, uh, have the tendency of being disobedient to yeah, Lord. But not just because we have the tendency doesn't mean that we will succumb to the tendency but we will fight those tendencies with the truth that we are children of God and that we have you know we have the strength to choose today to obey God rather than obey our feelings or rather obey our emotions that are dictated by the situations that we are in or that are dictated by the uh, pandemic that we are in or dictated by the enemy you know magsuso siya sa atuana do this and do that no we will stand Stand firm on the Lord, that we will obey the Lord no matter what. As we move in this new normal uh, and we are forced into this situation, I know it is really very difficult to see this time as a blessing because tr truth be told, the thing that we are experiencing now, this is not a blessing, diba? But if we allow God to move through our lives 
amidst this pandemic, I am pretty sure and I am certain that breakthrough will come, that blessings will overflow if we allow the Lord to move through our lives in this situation. Let us make room for God in our lives. Let us make uh, let us make Him the priority, the top one in our lives. This situation is such a fertile soil, no? If if we look at uh, gardening, which is kana uso na kay karon no na dahil kay mawahimong plantitos or plantitas or kanang uh, plant parents. So if we if we look at that kana example, na this is really a fertile soil where we plant, no? Where we can establish our reestablish our relationship with the Lord if we have relationship with the Lord and we kanang uh, in the midst of this kemajo nihinay nawala let's replant let's reestablish if we don't have that relationship with the Lord let's plant that relationship let's have use this kanang situation as a fertile soil where we uh you know where our relationship with the Lord will bloom and will grow diha diha kay Lord and May we, uh, as we do so, as we try to have that relationship with the Lord, may we have our heart, our minds, our very being fully submitted and surrendering the Lord and all in His ways. And um, may we stop questioning the Lord on why is this happening, but may we start obeying Him despite of what we are experiencing right now. And I will leave to you this verse in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 7 to 8, and it's a very wonderful verse that speaks to us right in this moment. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And I know that uh, this health that we're talking about here not only goes physically because our God doesn't only uh, cure us or heal us physically, but even spiritually. On the things that we are we do not see, God even restores and heals those things. So I pray right now that we will revisit this verse in our quiet time with the Lord in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 7 to 8 and realize that we are not, we should not be wise in our own eyes, but we should fear the Lord. We should submit and surrender to the Lord and see how He restores, see how He brings refresh, refreshness, see how He can rejuvenates our lives because we are in the path that God has set before us when we obey and we make Him our top and top one in our lives and make him our priority. So this is a challenge for all of us. Can we all do that today? Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, thank you so much, O God, for your word that packs so much power, Lord God, in our lives. Lord, I believe, Lord Jesus Christ, that this word, your word today, Lord God, is not a coincidence. This is not, Lord God, just a hearsay, but your word, Lord God, is backed upon, Lord Jesus Christ, by your characteristic, Lord Jesus Christ, of being truthful, of being honest, Lord God. I know what is written, I believe, Lord God, what is written in your word, Lord Jesus Christ, is true, Lord God, and it is alive, Lord God, and it speaks to us right now. Father, I pray that may we not fight you, Lord Jesus Christ, fight against you, Lord God, but may we lean on you, Lord God, and may we trust, Lord God, and yield towards you, Lord Jesus Christ, and just submit and surrender to you, Lord God. Lord, I pray that may we acknowledge your authority over our lives, Lord God, and may we make you, Lord God, the priority, Lord God, of our lives, the center of our lives, 
Father. And as you do so, Lord God, everything that you say, Lord God, everything that you declare, Lord God, may we obey, Lord Jesus Christ, and see things through Jesus Christ, how wonderful it is, Lord God, to live a life, Lord God, that is um, guided, Lord Jesus Christ, by your word, Lord God, and led, Lord God, by you, Father. And Lord, I pray, Father, that as we live our lives, Lord God, in obedience to you, Lord Jesus Christ, we will come to see who you are, and we will experience, Lord God, the fullness, Lord God, of who you are, Lord God, sa among kinabuhi, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that this pandemic, Lord God, will not dishearten us to Jesus Christ, but Lord, all the more, help us to Jesus Christ to learn more about you and see you, Lord God, in ways that we haven't seen you before. I pray, Father, that you will bring our freshness in our lives to Jesus Christ. Um, you will set, Lord Jesus Christ, the, uh, our boats to Jesus Christ you, uh, into uh, new waters to Jesus Christ, into places to Jesus Christ that we haven't uh, been there before, Lord Jesus Christ, and that there's newness to Jesus Christ, that there's um, this kanang freshness that we've got to experience, Lord Jesus Christ, because we live, Lord Jesus Christ, for you, by you, and with you, Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, for this nation, Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord God, for all the authorities, Lord God, na all those with power, Lord Jesus. Lord, they will not use their power, Lord God, for their own gain. But I pray, Father, that they will use that, Lord Jesus Christ, for your glory and for your honor, Lord God, and for the people, Lord Jesus Christ, that they will serve really for the people, Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray, Lord, that you will give them wisdom, Lord Jesus Christ, that they will... Um, Use, Lord Jesus Christ, their power, Lord Jesus Christ, para, Lord God, for the goodness, Lord Jesus Christ, of everyone. And I pray, Lord God, for those who are still working on, those who are the frontliners, backliners, Lord Jesus Christ, still working, Lord God, in the midst of this pandemic. I pray, Father, that you give them strength, you give them, Lord Jesus Christ, sustenance, Lord God, you give them, Lord, you provide, Lord God, for whatever they need, Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray, Lord God, for Christians around the world that you will not be disheartened. Rather, Lord Jesus Christ, we will speak more of your goodness, of your truthfulness, Lord Jesus Christ. We will not cower, Lord God, in fear, Lord Jesus Christ, but we will, Lord God, stand firm, Lord God, in uh, in the truth and authority that you've given us, Lord Jesus Christ, to speak life over the people around us, Lord Jesus Christ, even our families, Lord Jesus Christ. And I submit, Lord God, this situation, this coronavirus, Lord Jesus Christ, I know that you are able to... to um, Take this away, Lord Jesus Christ. You are able, Lord God, to heal every uh, broken heart, Lord Jesus Christ, for those who have lost their loved ones. You will heal, Lord, heal, Lord Jesus Christ, uh, all those who are sick, Lord Jesus Christ, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And I declare, Lord Jesus Christ, that all of these things, Lord God, will come, Lord God, because you have... Uh, 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 declared it so, Lord Jesus, God, that you have uh, speak it, Lord Jesus, Christ, upon your lives, Lord Jesus, Christ. And Lord, we submit, we surrender it sa imuha, Lord Jesus, Christ. All the plans that we have, all the ways that we have, Lord Jesus, Christ, we acknowledge that you have greater thoughts, that you have greater ways, Lord God. And so we submit to you and we surrender to you. And may we live our life in obedience sa imuha, Lord Jesus, Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord God, for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for your love, grace, and mercy, Lord God. And we got to live our lives day by day because you sustain us, Father. And Lord, may we depend on you truly as we live this day and may we live this day um, praising you, worshiping you, Lord God, and submitting, Lord God, Lord God, all the glory, honor, and praises be upon you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.